0: My name is Gary Schotten. I'm here in my machine shop. Uh, I'm enjoying teaching these lessons. I hope they're beneficial to you. And today, I'm gonna to talk about keeping the score, but keeping it a little bit differently than when I teach on the subject of profit. See, profit, the ability and the amount of profit in a business is the scoreboard for how your business is doing, just like you have at an athletic event. But in life, there's another score, another scoreboard. It's not greed, but it is your personal net worth. And I'm an advocate that as an entrepreneur, that it's not wrong, I think it's actually healthy to document and keep track of your personal net worth. Now, what do I mean by personal net worth? So we're all on the same page. Well, if you hear somebody on the newspaper and they say they were worth $10 million, they're probably referring to their personal net worth. Or you could hear that their personal net worth was nothing and their relatives, friends, family had to pick up uh, the tab for their funeral because they hadn't prepared for it. So their personal net worth was probably zero or less. And so the way you calculate your personal net worth is by first adding up all of the things that you own that have value. They're called assets. It could be your house, it could be some land, it could be a car, but maybe not, because you'd have to be fair with what its real value is, not what you paid for it. It could be uh, some stocks, it could be some oil, I mean, things that you would leave in an inheritance to your family uh, and your your children, possibly. Uh, And then you would also add up the things that you owe. And the things that you owe are maybe you own the house and maybe it's worth a certain dollar amount but it's only half paid for it so whatever figure you want to use that you would have a dollar figure for the house that's on your asset list but over on your liability list is what you owe on that piece of property so if your house was paid for in full then you would have an asset on the plus side, but you'd have no liabilities for it. So I'm gonna pull out what I have used for the last 15 years, and I mean that. Uh, I pull out what's called my loan application for the bank. And my wife is uh, trained and skilled. She fixes this for me, not that I trained her. Uh, Basically, this loan application is actually just two pages long. And there's a segment here that I'm gonna talk about. I don't expect you to read it right here, but it gives you the reality that this is what the bank wants to see. And on the left-hand side, it's called a balance sheet, and it's basically called just what I said, here's the assets. You list up everything you own, that if the bank had to cash it in, they would say I could sell this house for this amount, I could sell this car for this amount, I could sell this land, I could sell this stock, and that's your assets. And on the left-hand side, they also, as I'm making this loan application, I'm filling out those things that I owe, and I'm listing them and frankly the entire rest of the two or three pages of that loan application is supporting documents to a very short piece of, just a very short piece of the paragraph that tells you that you mathematically add up everything you own and there's a dollar amount or a figure, a a numerical sum of everything and then you add up everything you owe to someone and that's the figure that if you subtract the figure from that you owe from that that you own, that's your personal net worth. In other words, uh, if you added your liabilities plus your personal net worth, that would equal your assets. I'm saying the same thing. And I will joke with my banker friends. I, I know them pretty well. I know at least a dozen of them. And they like to know about you. I mean, you can say they're snoopy, but it's kind of their business. And I will guarantee you That if you hand them this loan application, if you just watch their eyes, if you meet for the first time, their eyes know where to drift and within the first 15 seconds they've zeroed in on that and they're saying this guy is worth and that's whatever that amount is. And unfortunately or fortunately whichever one, that's how they tab you and it's starts immediately putting to them, hey how much they, could I loan them, how much could I risk with this person because I will make a point to secure all of that personal net worth in case the loan goes back. That's just banking, that's just business. So I joke with them to say they cannot keep their eye off that number and I gave it to them liberally and freely. So. What do I would do with that? Well, starting 15, 18 years ago when I was doing banking, I filled out my form, this same form, and I dated it. And I says my personal net worth as of January 1st, uh, 1900, or I'm sorry, 2000 or whatever year it was, I filled out this paperwork. And let's say a year later, I would say January 1st of uh, the year 2001. That's what I'm worth. And then a year later, and it wasn't on a yearly basis, but basically every time I had a loan application or I needed to show something to the bank, I would. My, there's where my wife helps me. She knows how to do this, and we work together on it, and we make the adjustments. Now, here's what you want to do. You just want to know wherever you're at, even if the number is negative, just guess what? If you owe more... Then you own, then you have a negative personal net worth. Well, don't freak out. There's quite a few people in that category. As long as you are watching the score and the score is going in the proper direction. In other words, if the score was negative, your first goal is to get to zero. And if the score is zero, then your next goal is maybe to have a net personal net worth of $10,000. And if it's $10,000, your personal goal could be, how would I get to $100,000? And where this is helpful, and then how would I get to a million? I mean, there's people on this earth that have a personal net worth of B billions. That's... Just numbers, as far as I'm concerned, the principle is the same, that if you're working in the right direction, you're working to gaining on your personal net worth, and if you want to see that number rise, and so as you're making choices on your expenditures, you will be calculating and thinking more in that way, this scoreboard, if I make this purchase, after I make the purchase, what is its real value and how fast will it go down to nothing? That's why a car is not necessarily a great asset because you buy it and as soon as you pull it off the lot, and especially if you borrowed most of the money, which you can now these days, then as soon as you pull it off the lot, nobody is going to pay if you had to sell it for the same amount that you, you paid for it off the lot. So it's not necessarily a good investment. Now you could have an antique car, and that's now an automobile, and you bought it for something, and due to its value, and the fact that it's an antique, and you don't owe, owe any money, and next year it could well be worth more. So its value is going up. So if you follow what I'm saying, your goal as a person Not greedy, not egotistical, not to brag, but you are judging whether your personal net worth is going up, staying the same, or going down. And it's a simple calculation. I'd like to talk about if you have a personal net worth that's positive. And I'm not going to go into depth on that, I just know that in my case I do have a positive personal net worth. I'm not disclosing that, it's nobody's business but mine and my family's, but my personal opinion is that I've pulled my adult children into the picture, and they know what my personal net worth is, and we've talked in depth about what would happen if I were to pass on or my wife were to pass on, what would be expected. That's my style. I'm not keeping this a secret. Others could be view this differently. They could say, you know, I'm not going to share that. When I die, they can have the reading of the will and everybody be surprised. Well, that's not my mode of operation. That's somebody else's. That's fine with me because I want my children to be knowledgeable about it. I want them to be involved with it. I want to hear from them on the decisions I'm making. I want them to know that they have some vested interest in this. I've taken another personal uh, position that I never want money to be the guiding force, the directing force for my children to do anything. So I've tried to take that out of the picture in this way. I tell them, hey, Dad, may just give it all away. So keep out there making your own job. I'm not promising you anything. I'm not playing games with you. But they're going to be happier, more satisfied with life, more content with their accomplishments in life if they're the ones that accomplish good things in their life. They're not going to be, in my opinion, as happy if they inherited the money and had to do nothing for them. And you're you're starting a process that, in my opinion, is not healthy.